0: Welcome to the Chasing Brighter podcast. You're about to go on a journey of self-discovery as we chase a brighter you. Every single week, we will bring you new episodes that will cover everything from lifestyle and tips to more serious conversations about grief, life, and hardships. Allow this show to be a reminder to always keep chasing a brighter version of you. Let's get into it. Hi, Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you, Jess? I'm doing good. It was very exciting to watch the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. The first half was a little boring. Wes is old enough that he watches the game. Beckett does not. So Beckett was watching his show in another room and then I would yell at him to come over when the commercials were on. But we just chilled as a family. It's hard when it's a school night. We used to do a big family event with Brian's family. And We haven't done that really since COVID. Wes was asking if we can have people over. I am guests coming in this weekend. So I, it just seemed like a lot. I don't know. I need to get to a point where entertaining doesn't stress me out. Yeah. It was really fun watching the game. I had talked to a lot of different people about the halftime performance. Mm -hmm. I think that it being in Vegas, it. Delivered on being a spectacle. It was fantastic. The choreography, yeah. the costumes yeah. were amazing. And if you know Usher and his music, it was a great time for you. If you know 50% of his music, how was old a, is Usher? Is he our age or older? 41, I think. 40 oh, he's years. younger than us. Yeah. If they're 40, they're our age. Right. right. Okay. So, he's our age. Because yeah. I was I mean, mm-hmm. he just looks amazing. And yes. he still has the moves. Mom did try to moonwalk several times being inspired. I know Usher didn't moonwalk, but she was just inspired how light he was on his feet. Yeah. And his footwork was pretty amazing. Yeah. And they did a really nice job, I think, integrating the other performers along the way. So I love that. I just don't know 50% of that music. So it was like a little harder to, I was just trying to appreciate the costumes and the performance like roller skating and that was amazing the things yeah also like justin was saying how they were hating on it and making fun of it and he was like i thought it was good and i was like you know every time there's a super bowl every time there's anything big there are just people who are unhappy who are gonna hate you know what i mean i thought it was a great performance i love Lil john i've seen him at a club he's so fun so i just thought it was great i think that One of the challenges with where we are as an American society or a global society is that music is so diverse and it used to not be. So I think what we are challenged with is finding a genre or a performer that can cater to most people and also who want to perform at the Super Bowl because it is I mean, you saw Usher. It was incredible, but it was 40 minutes, 30, Oh, minutes? Rihanna was really good. Do you remember? I thought that year? was awesome, too. So we just kept talking about Rihanna, you know, too. And but, set you know. and everything was yeah. neat. The year before that, when they did, it was kind of weird where it was those like different sets. Do you remember? Yeah, I don't know. If that with, was it Dr. Dre? Yeah. That was really cool, but different. So each one is unique. I thought the stage was awesome, how it was changing patterns and things and then the choreography was just in the beginning yeah and we heard the jets when they had the jets fly over oh we cool. could hear them at our house you know like i'm not getting anywhere near that that that's crazy and also for the first time ever they had club seating with bottle service did you see that they should uh, it's vegas In and on the like in front of where normally that would be the first row like on the ground level
1: Oh, that's awesome. I think it was like
0: $275,000 a ticket or something like that. Um, (laughs) Tickets were insane. NFL's taking a big chunk (laughs) of that, I saw. Just, it took us, when we went to go see Aunt Gail over Christmas and we got stuck in traffic. I think Mm -hmm. you went the different way because we got stuck. We were like literally not even moving for Mm -hmm. like 25 minutes, Mm -hmm. like stuck. Yeah. And so I can't imagine how traffic was. Like through last yeah, I follow so many local influencers, and they were showing video footage and even taking Gabby's boyfriend home. I was monitoring the teams were staying at Lake Las Vegas, which is as far east of all of Las Vegas as you can go, as far as Henderson goes, and that is where near where my kids go to school and where her boyfriend lives, and so and there was so much traffic coming from the strip. Right. Because the strip is west of us. I couldn't believe how much traffic was on the road. And also the buses were coming that way when I took AJ home. And it said like a 49ers family like it had. Oh, cool. And I don't know if I had told you that, but we had seen the buses back and forth all the week before the Super Bowl because they were going past my children's school. And so they would stop intersections and there would be like six police motorcycles and they'd be coming back from practice. So I saw them cuz I was going on St. Rose, which is where the Raiders practice field is and they were coming from there. So all week I saw the the buses of the players and that was really interesting, but I want to circle back to this entertaining. So I think I am getting better and better. I think I've gone all over the place. I used to not care about my home, and then I went crazy and had to have a perfect home for everybody, and now I think I'm back full circle of not being so stressed. So for me, what was stressful and can be stressful about entertaining is the cleanliness of my home. What's the big stressor for you when you talk about entertaining? Yeah. Number one is that, you know, and just feeling like you need to have everything in order. And usually what happens is it invokes a multi-day, multi-project sort of motivation. An example is one of my girlfriends is staying here this week. So, we're doing a girls weekend in Chicago and she's coming a day early. So, she's staying with me. And so, I know she's coming and I got to straighten up. I massively reorganized my closet and we're doing things that we normally don't do. Like, Brian cleaned the glass in the front windows of the house, just ridiculous oh. things that we do. That is where having people over gets a little dicey for us because we end up like using that as a trigger to do a massive. And also I think it's very different because your home is a new home because I remember when I first got my home, mom and dad would take people to the master bedroom and show everyone my house. And so I felt like it had to be at like show level if someone's coming to your home for the first time and you give them a tour of your home. Yeah. And so you just, you had a remodel, like a mini remodel, and then you have the full kitchen remodel. And so there's you, your home is like a showpiece almost. And so I can well, see it's feeling the pressure. Yes, it's not quite there. and so It's that a that's showpiece. Like trying to figure out. I said it was a stuff. showpiece. Remember um, how I like to exaggerate and you, you want to like bring yourself down and I want to I be like, Kelly, it's amazing. You're like, yes. oh, there's four pieces of wood missing in the kitchen. No yes, one's paying there attention. are. No one's it paying attention. Is, One time I went to a friend's house and her house was so gorgeous and I was in the bathroom and I looked down. I noticed. I think an animal had chewed on the baseboard. And I was like, no one looks at the baseboard. Like, I could have cared less at the animal. Like, I still thought her home was beautiful. And so I'm like, who's looking to that level at someone else's house? You know what I mean? Are you, it. are you? Are you and What if somebody said that in their podcast and was like, oh my God, that was my house? <laughs> I can't believe she noticed. Um, <laughs> I would say I don't care. Right about other people's homes yeah. level of cleanliness, yeah, like to some extent that everyone lives differently, yeah, and everyone has, you know, pluses and minuses of them and their situations, and so I think most I would judge cat pee smell. That's that's where I would judge. There's like I would a judge level animals. of like threshold, yes. Okay. Other than that, I'm pretty open. That's, I mean, that's a good point. And I would say, in a lot of ways, for me, and I'm just happy to be invited to somebody else's house, right? That you don't right. have to entertain yourself. So there's definitely not, I think, it's just company in a summer, you can, when you get into a rhythm of it, yeah, it's good. We just haven't gotten into that rhythm of it, but I know we will, especially well, like with Wes graduating from eighth grade and stuff. I think yeah. we'll have a lot of different well, stuff. Well, you're saying it's thing. a catalyst to do all of this other cleaning, which becomes yes. stressful. We yes. had done, we have not been traveling for sports to the extent. So, we had done a pretty deep clean the week before the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah. So, then I just wanted to mop Sunday. And then I feel like entertaining wise, I've got things down pat. I just bought cupcakes from Sam's and put little Chiefs things on them. And there was like a dip I wanted to make. And other than that, I didn't want it to stress about food. And so, I just bought a ton of various dips and chips. Hey, guys, I have exciting news. This month, we are giving away a free copy of our book, You Will Find Your People. Head on over to our Instagram page, follow us, find our book club reel for February, and in the comments, tag a friend. You will be entered for a chance to win a copy of the book. You can be entered for every friend you tag. Check it out. I love that. And let's segue into one of the topics I wanted to discuss with you which is about meal prep and food. So we did the same. I wanted to have a fun, just a bunch of different like options for food. And so I made a, a steak chili that was like kids didn't love. Beck doesn't like beans. So I made it without beans. And then, of course, he doesn't fucking like it. So that was worthless. I should have just made it regular and Wes <laughs> would have eaten it for days. I can add beans to it, though. It was a recipe that was new and I don't know, sometimes even if you read highly reviewed recipes, it's still like, I don't know if that one is really what I have up my alley. So it's like I have ingredients in mind sometimes for recipes. Anyway, so, you know, I'm doing this like clean eating challenge and I leaned in heavy to being a vegan like a couple of years ago. And when I say vegan, I mean a plant based diet. I don't mean buying processed Shit that is plant-based. Baked meat. Right. I don't mean like buying, yeah, or any of that or like frozen veggie burgers, all those things, right? I mean like right. actually making food simple and whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So I'm back in that kick. I'm really having a good time. I don't know what has triggered me to be interested in it. For a couple of weeks, I was like, oh, I'll just make one recipe a week. I'll try something. And then I was like, oh, this is really good. And I have, you know how it is when this is how we are, Jess. When you take on something new, you buy five books. Mm-hmm. I have six sewing books in my closet mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm gonna sew. <laughs> I need a bunch of books because <laughs> I gotta learn to sew. But but books so are stupid. pretty books are pretty and fun. They are. So the so I bought a bunch of, I had some vegetarian cookbooks that are. So I'm I'm looking through stuff and I'm looking through forks and knives. That's one of the cookbooks. It doesn't have a lot of pictures. I need pictures. I think cookbook should be recorded on a picture with every single dish. So I know what it's going to look like. Spend a bunch of really simple recipes. Here's the thing. Brian cannot eat eggs. Okay. So in our all-time favorite Super Bowl, this is where I'm bringing it back. Our all-time favorite Super Bowl appetizer is this, the artichoke dip. Yeah. You know, I, I learned it from my girlfriend, Jenny, in college, I think. But then mom, when I showed it to mom, she was like, oh, and she makes it a little differently. And she adds the green chilies. Mm -hmm. and I've been using her recipe. It is a crowd pleaser. Anytime we go to anything with Brian's family, they're like, you need to bring your artichoke So that's our go-to, but it uses mayo. I've used multiple variations with sour cream. I've made a separate one for Brian. Sometimes he's just like, screw it. Let's just make it with the mayo because it tastes good and nothing else tastes the same. I found a recipe in Forks and Knives for tofu mayo. It takes tofu, a bunch of seasonings, Red wine vinegar and Forks and knives doesn't like oil, but I put oil, a little bit of oil in it and it makes a uh, mayo with tofu. And I used that and I made this dip. It's super yes. awesome. You can't even tell. Yeah. That it's... And so I was pretty excited about it. But this is where sometimes you like I probably will never make it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever make it again. Yeah. I mean, it is. I started getting a tofu sub carrot. I would I have bought just bought, bought vegan mayo probably he, there's no the issue with the vegan mayo is it has xanthan gum in it and brian can't have xanthan gum sometimes it has lemon or lime in it he can't have lemon or lime like he, there's avocado oil and and he not know he can't have homemade mayo what but i've made things. mayo before it's very easy with it an immersion easy. i mean i know he can't have egg you can't make it for him but i've made it before because i like to have different i go through phases you talk about meal prep of like doing bowls like we're doing all bowls So everything's kind of deconstructed and then kids just make their bowls however they want. And so I made all these different sauces. And so the ingredient would be like Shiloh told me about this one. It was sriracha, honey and mayo. And then there's one that's like, you know, the garlic, garlic dip mayo. So anyways, I made my own mayo and then I would make different dips and squeeze bottles. And then, you know, I felt like it was better because I knew the ingredients were egg and oil. That was only the ingredients. So we I love mayo. And we have mayo. And if we make like fish tacos, I make two separate sauces. Like, yeah, like the crema. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. and, and if we do bowls and you do sriracha with mayo and then Brian just does whatever he wants. But so like I don't, I still want to enjoy it ourselves. I don't think Brian really ever liked mayo to begin with. Yeah. Anyway, the dip was a huge hit and I've been eating it for a couple of days now. And although it is in it, which probably isn't the greatest you know what yeah. I had mom make? I wanted mom to make that I haven't had in years is the Velveeta Rotel oh. dip. And she was talking about it, I was like, Kelly, I don't think we've ha- I've had it for like 12 years. And she was like, oh, something about making it go, mom, if you could make that, that would be. And Justin was so excited. That I'm is a great, great idea. Oh, yeah. man, I should have done that. And that's got to so- be vegan. There's no cheese in Velveeta. <laughs> Well, it doesn't, I'm not like super treat. hard and fast. In some ways, it's just like fun things. But so yeah. when we were growing up, really for Super Bowl, I feel like Super Bowls or like football yeah. Sundays sometimes. Our mom would make the dip, which is like, it's a the block of Velveeta, mm-hmm. super processed cheese, mm-hmm. um, a can of Rotel, Rotel, and ground beef. Yeah. And you would just make that with your nachos. That like was delightful. Yeah, yeah, that was good. We called it, what did we call it? Rotel dip. Yeah, rotel dip. Some people would call it like queso dip or whatever because at the restaurants. They have it called something else. I made Julie and I, you know, hot honey is everywhere, but you know I got into hot honey last summer. Yes, that's your thing. And Julie and I went and bought it, and we sent each other hot honey recipes. And there was this recipe, and it was Greek yogurt and cream cheese. You mix that with Italian seasoning, and then you do pizza sauce over it, mozzarella parmesan mix over it. And then pepperoni. And then you bake it and then drizzle hot honey on it. And I sliced baguettes. And so everyone had that. And I actually found gluten-free baguettes. Nice. And so I made it and everyone was like, it was a crowd favorite. The reason it wasn't finished was because I didn't have enough baguette. So next time I'll have to buy more baguettes. Ah. That was really delightful. It was like a, like a pizza dip. Okay. The other thing about the Super Bowl that I learned that changed me was Timu. Did you get, did you catch on the commercials? Temu. It's now Temu. It is Temu. Yeah, it's Temu. And we were just laughing about it because we were like, we've been saying it wrong. I know, everybody. I don't know anybody who hasn't been saying it. Temu. How do you know? How do you know what it is? Yeah, no, that's true. That's so funny. Also, I think this is really funny. (laughs) The last thing I want to say in the Super Bowl is you see the commercial and they're washing feet. Yes. And all these people washing feet. And it was for Jesus. It was right. So they're washing feet. And mom's like, what is this commercial for? I go, are you serious, mom? It's obviously about Jesus. Like who washes feet? And then it said, you know, it was something about like Jesus spread. Jesus spreads love, not hate. It was one of those. I don't know the foundation of whatever that did it. It made me laugh out of all the people in the world. Our mother. Right who's a very devout Catholic, was like, what's this about? And so I was like, mom, it's for Nike. It's about (laughs) cleaning your feet before putting shoes on. Like, are you serious? Who's famous for washing feet? So that made me laugh. (laughs) And we didn't have school the next day. Oh. And I don't know if they did that strategically, but that was a great move. It was staff development day. That makes sense, though. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think so, especially to a lot of parents work on the Strip. A lot of families work on the Strip. When there was Formula One, my clients that have worked on the Strip, they're not given any accommodations. As an employee, if you had to work on the Strip at the Super Bowl, good luck getting to work and parking. They're not helped or assisted in any way. So I'm sure that was nice to not have school. Yes. Next day for them. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop. If you want to know more about Kelly and I, want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources, check that out at ChasingBrighter.com, and we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks. We'll be here next week.